talk about. I just hit the button that says we're rolling. Are you rolling? Have you been yeah. rolling this entire time? I've been rolling for 20 minutes right now. Okay, well, you can't. Well, I have you gotta, my you half of a long just... conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta cut out. Nobody can hear that. No, no, I'm gonna leave it all in. I'm gonna leave this 20 minute just me talking to the ether. This I mean, is, it's nothing. Yeah. This is Loser Lee's Wrestling. This is Loser Lee's Wrestling. The news you can't lose with Red Jefferson and. My witch as well. I got your mid seltzer sip. How are you feeling today, bud? So good. The seltzer's helping me out. It's a, it's a hot day in Texas, but we got cranberry seltzer, cranberry raspberry seltzer helping me Woo! out. How are you? Ready? Double trouble. We got those cranberry and raspberries in one delicious flavor. Excellent job. Um, yeah, we're here talking about wrestling, AEW, WWE. There's a lot of things going on this week, Moet. Big actually, news, the, uh, the last few days, huge the, news. The last few days had a few news, and actually, I wrote it down weird. So we're gonna get to the huge news and the third topic. But we're gonna start off real hot. So this was actually my favorite news of the week because I misread the title at first, and I was assuming it was something completely different. But Joey Janela trolls anti-maskers at a Seminole County school board meeting. Did you see this, Moet? I didn't. You, did you think that he was being serious? I thought he was being serious. I read. I it thought he I was s- being serious too, and I just didn't watch it. And then I saw like apparently it's really funny or something. I saw I some know. of it. I saw because like I I was trying to fast forward because they have the board meeting online, but it's two hours long, and so I was trying to skim through it. Um, but then I saw a clip online of him leaving, being like, "I'm just angry. Like I'm, I'm tired of this," and he walks out. Uh, but I saw the uh, the headline, and I was just so worried. I was just like, Joey Janela. What is Sunny Kiss like of this? Like, how could you face Sunny Kiss? Your jersey's finest. I was so upset. Jersey's finest. <laughs> uh, but then I found out it was all troll, which I love. I thought that was really funny. And apparently selling his Florida Man costume. He's oh. selling the costume to go towards uh, Narol, uh, which is for uh, reproductive freedom and uh, abortion rights. And it's a really positive foundation. That is very positive. Absurd that someone would buy that outfit. I would. I would. T- but I, but if for, I had the for... money, I would. For, yeah, charity. That's yeah, really charity. nice. Yeah, charity. yeah. Is he from? Uh, he's from Jersey. He is from Jersey. Oh, just, yeah. uh, just trying to make sure. Uh, I assumed. But uh, what do you think as a New Jersey person? One of I hated him at first. I hated him at first, but I hate everyone from New Jersey at first. That's a fact. Uh, so I ended but up. But you're loving... from New Jersey. Yeah, we hate each other. We you just hate each hate other each. as a as yeah, a state. Like, okay. I love the state. Love the state. Hate the people. Uh, but, uh, you, but they wear on you. And especially when you're outside of Jersey, you end up clinging to them. So I like Joey Janela. I like Sunny Kiss. I think they're great, uh, together. He's uh, billed from, uh, Asbury Park, New Jersey. Do you have any, any juicy gossip on that's Asbury Bruce. Park? That's Bruce Springsteen. That's the lowest, oh. that's the lowest I'll go in New Jersey and still think it's acceptable to be from there. Anything below there, if you're in Tom's River, I'm sorry. We have nothing to talk about. <laughs> you and I have nothing to talk about. If you're in Cherry Hill, go back to the Philadelphia. That's what I'm, I'll tell them. Oh, man. I grew up in North Carolina, but I can't talk about North Carolina the way every New Jersey person can talk about New Jersey. Yeah. I can't I be think, like, yeah, uh, Duke, Chapel Hill, it's in the middle of the state. Pretty cool. Oh, I don't go to that part. No, I don't go to that part either. No, I don't go to the, that part of North Carolina. Asheville? So cool. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in New Jersey has been to every part of New Jersey and has definite opinions on it. <laughs> I got to go someday. You got to go. go. When around. we go to the New Jersey Film Festival, apparently they already did it, so we can't apply to it this year. So we'll just okay. do it for our next film. Our next Inter- film will go Yeah, there. business. Uh, let's talk about after we, we record. No, let's I talk agree. about right now. Uh, no, but we got to move on. We got more things to talk about. You're right, Moet. When you're right, you're right. WWE, you ever heard of it? 
You ever hear of it, Moab? WWE? I've heard of that one. Mm-hmm. World Wrestling Entertainment, TV partners, uh, mainly uh, the NBC affiliate, which uh, runs USA and Fox. Uh, they both got Hell in the Cell matches, buffering the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view. So the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view was last week, right? Yeah. And Wait. Th- uh, Friday Night SmackDown and Monday Night Raw both had Hell in the Cell matches on their TV. Okay. Between a major pay-per-view. Now, first off, I was like, this is a stupid thing. Why are you giving us Hell in the Cell matches before a big event? But it's because I think they're worried about them being upset at them. They're worried about slumped numbers. The numbers are so down on SmackDown and Raw, they're being desperate by giving each one a Hell in the Cell. Because apparently when they had the one on Friday night SmackDown, uh, NBC affiliates were like, you just put a Hell in a Cell match on before... Your Peacock uh, Hell in the Cell pay-per-view, you know, they were very upset, so they gave another one to Raw. Uh, do you feel that WWE is desperate right now, Mullet? Do I feel that WWE is desperate? That's, For numbers. Um, that's an interesting question. I didn't expect it to go that way. Yeah, I'm I, giving you a lot right now. I guess so. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that an appropriate answer to that? What, what do, do you, you feel mean? about there being uh, Hell in the Cells on SmackDown or Raw? So that I can answer. There we go. That's something I thought. That's a good question. I (laughs) give a bad question first. (laughs) No, we can talk about that too. About being desperate. That that makes sense. Um, The yeah, no, I I, uh, it's sort of sad to me that the Hell in the Cell is now just like a normal event. Mm -hmm. I think because it started as such a huge deal, at least in my head, when they first started coming out, Michaels and Undertaker that match, and then McFoley, of course, made it infamous. You know. It it had that aura of being an in, like a blow off feud match at the very least, but just you're going to be changed forever when mm-hmm. you go, you know, in storyline and possibly in real life because it's sure. super bloody oh, yeah. and and, and, and fully for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now it's it just so it bums me out after such a a great start that they've just turned into another pay per view event where like it's just the month's theme is the Hell in a Cell and like uh, they have to find a reason to be in a Hell in a Cell. There's not it's not a and ends, you know, means to an end. It's just another thing, you know? Yeah. Remember how cool it was, like, when Foley and Triple H were having that feud early 2000, and he's just like, one more match, and there's this retirement match, and then when he's like, I want you in a match, Hell in the Cell, how cool of a pop that was. It was a surprise, you know, you didn't see it coming, you didn't necessarily see it coming, that he's going to challenge him to this match, just to have a match uh, where, where it, the match gets a pop. By diluting it, by having it be a yearly event where months from now you're like, well, I'm going to see a Hell in a Cell later this year. You know, and like, it feels they, like nothing. They try and do cool stuff in it. Um, I know, I think, uh, what is it, Bailey and Sasha Banks uh, did a, a cool one last year. Like, it did just they? isn't the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, like, they used it in creative ways with the PG rating. Yeah. Um, so they kept it, like, sort of safe. Um, definitely not what it was in the past, for sure, you know. So... That's cool. It just doesn't. It just doesn't have the same appeal to me anymore. It's, there's nothing terribly exciting about it. So like being it being on SmackDown Raw like doesn't bother me as much. It's just a thing that they're doing. You know. Do you have a favorite uh, Hell in a Cell match that didn't feature Foley or Undertaker? Uh, who else? Oh well, I guess there's a million. There's a million now. No, because they they don't. They're all uh, they all just go over my head now. Mm-hmm. Essentially, like even just the Bailey. Sasha Banks one, I'm I'm bringing that up because it happened like so last recent. year. Yeah, yeah, and they did a couple things that I think are cool, but I'm gonna forget about it pretty soon. You know, yeah. like the the Mankind one, unforgettable. The the first one with have you Michaels, watched it unforgettable. Have you watched uh, the Mankind one recently? Not very recent. I used to kind of watch it like 
every year, like yeah. once a year for whatever reason. I just it like remind myself. It's different now. I watched yeah. it just uh, maybe a, a week or two ago after the McFoley documentaries and everything. Uh, did, uh, you watched all those? Did you watch the... I didn't watch the recent one, the A&E. One. Yeah. No, I it's, haven't seen it yet. It's but I know good. you'd like it, right? Yeah. It's really good. And then I watched Broken Skull uh, session with Foley, uh, which was really good. Do you have Peacock? Did you? Uh, did I give you my Peacock? Yes. Okay. Watch yeah. it. Watch that. <laughs> the, bro- that was a great... That was great. Yeah. And, what was... Uh, 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 it's fun because I remember the exact moment I watched that Hell in the Cell match. Uh, the first for the first time sure. like it's like a like a flashball memory like i just i just remember f- what it felt like i was uh i've only i was like seven years old Oof. i think uh, <laughs> wait yeah you didn't see it live did you i, I saw it uh, i had to get it told... from the blockbuster i yeah, got you told me you watched it uh... two or three years later and i saw clips on wb because i started watching in 99 uh, and I saw clips, like they just show clips and cause I'd always try to, uh, see this. So like, I like, uh, during the replays or if my friend taped me something and they showed a clip, I'd constantly rewind and just see him fall off and fall through. Uh, but I never, I didn't see the whole match until I rented from Blockbuster. And, uh, uh, and yeah. you were, uh, probably 10, 11, 12 ish, something 10. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when you started. Yeah. 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 Cause you were, it was like 2000 era or something. Yeah. I went on a real Foley binge when I first got into wrestling. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I was, um, yeah. So I was seven. Uh, I was in India at the time. My family was just visiting India and, um, uh, it was, so I was in my grandparents' house and in India, you, you, um, you got to see the pay-per-views for free three oh, months yeah. after they, uh, they happened. <laughs> Or something like that. And maybe it was a month after. But it was like far further away. And, you know, there's no But WWE had some sort of TV deal with the Indian uh, market where they give the pay-per-views just on regular TV. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So we watched it. I just watched it on the TV, you know, just, just turned the, uh, uh, tuned into the channel. And, um, yeah, no, I just remember sitting alone on, like, my grandma's bed by myself watching him fall off the thing. And it just, like, it. I just had never seen. I was just in awe. It was just a complete awe as a child, just watching that. Not like kind of knowing that it was real in a sense mm-hmm. that like, oh, he's actually in pain, and just like that, uh, the JR commentary is like seared into my that, brain. That was my question. Was it dubbed over in Indian? No, it was English. Yeah, okay. uh, they do uh, the weekly stuff. Was uh, had dubbed Hindi. Hindi, but sorry. for whatever reason, um, this was in English. Um, so JR's commentary was still there for me, and it's just like super iconic, of course. And man, yeah. That's, it's just so weird to think did, that that's like... Did you like, know about it beforehand? No. No, no, because there was no internet access and stuff. So I was like really upset at the time. Not be, not of that match, but of like being not a watching. month behind mm-hmm. the stuff. So like I remember having to rewatch a couple episodes I had seen when at home before <clears throat> we made the trip over. Right. And so like, you know, I just felt like, oh, what am I going to miss? I'm going to miss like when we go back, I'm going to miss a full month because I'm going to catch up with whatever's, whatever's happening, mm-hmm. you know, on a weekly basis. We couldn't fucking watch YouTube or something. Sure. So... Yeah, so when it got to that point, I was just like, what am I watching? Oh my god. It really changed everything in my life. I don't know how, but yeah, it was it was a real special time to yeah, witness that. Yeah, I, I remember uh watching uh the like a year after so I watched the Foley one in ninety nine. Year after I got WrestleMania fifteen at Blockbuster and I watched the big boss man versus Undertaker and I saw him getting hung and I was just like I, I was just like, how are they ever going to top this one? Like, I was just so shocked that they went to that length. I was just, I thought that was uh, the coolest thing, honestly. I was just like, this is getting intense. <laughs> like, oh my God. They, someone on uh, the on Reddit posted, uh, talking about stuff that's getting intense. Someone posted uh, the moment Kane 
unmasked for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that scared the hell out of me as a kid. Sure. Because they built it up so well where they were like, you know, they're just talking about it. Just the descriptions of what his body looked like and why he wore like a full bodysuit essentially and and wore the mask and all the the burn marks and stuff and the scarring. You know, I just like I was so terrified for him to unmask and his acting. I thought I still think to this day was incredible in that moment. Like how conflicted he was of taking the mask off. He's like, no, I can't do it. You know, and he's just that. And, you know, he, he finds himself in the middle of the ring and he takes it off and he has like, it's like, uh, I think it, it, it was, was probably the makeup just his, from the eyes. I think it was just his eye makeup. Yeah. And it, it just kind of, um, uh, what is uh, smeared and yeah, sweated out just all over his face. But I thought it was intentional. It might be, I don't know, but it was, it, it just looked disgusting and I had no idea what I was looking at. And he, <sighs> and he, his hair was cut where it was like, it was cut like really far up. Yeah. Like you know, up his head because he had a wig. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm just like, what the hell is this? And you couldn't get a good look because he kept, like, spinning his head around and looking upset, you know? And I'm just like, I was so fucking scared of what <laughs> happened to this dude's face. I was like, this is real. I'm pretty sure this is fake, but this is real. And then the next week, it's all gone. And the and next week, he the looks next, completely normorable. The next 10, uh, but even so, for the next 10 years, he shaved one part of his head closer than the rest. Really? If you look at his hairline now, he has like a deep widow's peak, but it goes down to here. But if you see him during his unmasked phase, like his hairline is here. Yeah. And Which the stubble starts back here. So he like was the doing back of that. his head. Yeah. yeah. The stubble starts on the back of his head to make the look work. Oh my God. Yeah. It was such a disturbing look just in general to he shave is, your head he has a great starting look. at the back. He yeah. has a great look in general, but uh, yeah, excellent. Jo- well, that was wow. We really dove into that WWE Hell in the Cell. Great job, Boa. This is what our, this is what our viewership wants. Uh, moving on, this is the news that you were talking about. This is the stuff that you were talking about. The WWE releases. Uh, do you want? So they just uh, let go of a bunch of people. I'll go off on the list and tell me what you think of them. Tony Nice. Ah, I love him. You love him. Love him. Yeah. Sad to yeah. see him go. Never got a good good run except for the Cruiserweight Classic yeah. and, and and good matches every yeah. now and then, but never got a good run. Uh, uh, Arya Davari, I uh, no opinion. No opinion. <laughs> Do you have opinion? You got throw in something. I have no. uh, uh, Tony Nese. I I never really liked honestly. I thought he uh, he was a good wrestler, but like he just lacked any star quality. Like I could never see him being like I, I was honestly shocked that he was at the level that he was at. Um, yeah, he, uh, but, he like lacks charisma. There's something yeah. that just like doesn't translate on camera, unfortunately. But yeah. like, I liked his style. I liked his look. He, I he's a great Tony his... Romo. He's like Tony Romo from WCW. Remember him? Yeah, he's like Tony Romo, but like a better wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, then there's Fandango. Love him. Absolutely yeah, love him. Very love sad. Tyler, Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze is coming up next. Because you got to bring up Tyler Breeze if you're bringing up Fandango. It's very, sh- it's very sad. Then the Bollywood Boys. Uh, I forget, I forget their Indian. name, but they were uh, underneath. Uh, what's his name? Uh, he was he was the champion that no one expected to be champion. Uh, Jinder. Jinder. Jinder Mahal. Mahal. Jinder Mahal. Uh, then uh, Marina Shafir. Um, she was one of the four horsewomen of MMA. Uh, they got rid of her. Uh, and also... This is the one that bothered me the most. Killian, Killian Dane. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I find him just has such an upside. He looks different. He wrestles different. He's a great... And him and Drake uh, Maverick were really fun together as a tag team. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And again, like, Sanity was incredible. Obviously, that was years ago. And, you know, it, it, it never lasted in, in the main roster. But that team in NXT was so fun to watch. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. They, they did, shame. like... A, uh, war games match 
Um, I don't know if as Sandy Killian Dane was in it though, and he like that was like a star making performance for him. I remember that. I remember yeah. that. Who do you think is the most valuable for another company to pick up after those? That oh, I just fashion, said? fashion files for sure. Sure, but, uh, or fashion police, whatever. Fashion police, actual, but no, fashion police. Them. Fashion files was the thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Those two are so good. They're gonna make so much money for whoever like employs I hope them. So. It's a shame. Yeah, I hope so because Did I really like uh, Tyler Breeze and Dango. There was a match with uh, a couple years ago with those two versus the Usos, where they he they dress up. He Tyler Breeze dresses up as like a cop or something. Or like, well, no, 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 no. Sorry, as a as a janitor. I'm pretty sure he's got like a mop, and he fights the because Usos they're undercover. Disguised. They're undercover. Yeah. I remember that they went undercover to have he's, this match. He just looks. So, it's such great comedy, like uh, like you know, like Buster Keaton silent film acting. You know, yeah. it's so funny. You should Man. check it out. They really, uh, I hope they do well, and I hope they find a good home. I don't know where yet, because in all honesty, AEW is pretty packed. And AEW doesn't make cuts, which they should. Which they should make some cuts. There's too many people on that bloated roster that they're not using, you know? It's just, uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, they're hiring a ton of people all the time. I thought it was okay, uh, because they're only it's only been a little bit more than a year at this point. So, like, they're building the roster. Maybe Rampage will kind of kind of let them spread out a bit. So it's hard to tell, but right now you're right. It's a it's a bit bloated. Yeah, um, I totally agree at the moment. Yeah, but we to talk about another WWE firing, and this I just thought was pretty interesting. Uh, a WWE writer released after a podcast appearance. I wrote down her name, and I already I, I accidentally scribbled it out. But um, this pod, this uh, writer, former uh, comedian, and she was on this podcast where she was saying that she doesn't know anything about wrestling. Mm-hmm. And that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, understandably, honestly. Um, uh, what do you think of that, that they fired her immediately? I feel bad for her because um, I feel like she's not the only one that has those thoughts. I think she was probably just the one that actually was making jokes vocal about it yeah. and made it public. And so she gets thrown out for that, potentially for that reason. Apparently, they say that she got fired for other reasons but it's it's most definitely because she mentioned that if it since she got fired like immediately after yeah what's uh, her name is uh kenise mobley kenise mobley yeah okay um, yeah I, I hadn't heard of her before it's a shame that like that that's just the way wwe hires people very yeah. dumb absolutely yeah. they stupid. shouldn't have hired her in the first place if you know nothing about the product i was yeah. just looking at their um their job listing on the site and they say it requires a w, uh, extensive knowledge of WWE history, but apparently in the hiring processes, that means nothing. They really don't yeah. care about that, um, which hopefully this is maybe a wake-up call because they look pretty stupid right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. She didn't know uh, if his name was Bobby Lashley or Bobby Ashley. Yeah. She made that joke, um, but yeah, it's very... Yeah, funny. I mean, they look dumb, but that's just the way they've been hiring for however long, and that's why the, the product sucks, and yeah. I, I, in theory, it was great. They were trying to hire, like, TV writers to, like, create seasons and stuff, but they just never did that. No. And they just, like, work these writers to the, you know, to, into the ground, and and it creates whatever content Vince wants, essentially. It's high turnover, people are in and out, so there's no continuity because they're being worn to the to the nub. Worn to the nub. Worn to the nub. Here's the last one. This is the last thing. And it's not even news. It's barely even news. Uh, apparently, there is a plan for Kenny Omega and the Impact title. Uh, apparently, that when he did win the title, they have plans, a long-term plan for how he will lose it. Okay. Good for them. Good for them. We'll, <laughs> wa- we'll We're, we'll, we're going to watch it. Yeah, we're we going to watch. Uh, when are they yeah. moving back to Wednesdays? Do we know yet? Next Wednesday. Tonight's oh, the last day. Saturday the 26th is the last 
special event. And now they're now we're back. Uh, are we going to be doing yeah. our woos and what's mo it? Okay, yeah, we have to. We're yeah, going we to go back to the woos and what's woos and what's of AW Dynamite. We're so excited to bring that to you, and thank you all so much for listening. But we're not done. The news is done, but the mailbag is chock full, full to the brim of mail for Moet to peruse. Moet, which news item, which mailbag items are going to pull out this time? Oh boy, oh boy. Okay, okay. Are you ready, Red? All right. Well, Here's I'm... my chance to to host the mailbag segment. This is my voice. This is my hosting voice. I like it. Robert from New Orleans. Oh, you mean Robert. What? He's from New Orleans. Robert. How do you know? Because if Robert so... with a Cajun accent is Robert. But there's no accent on... Oh, you're just, you're just, I'm just thinking assuming. the T is... I'm just assuming. I don't even see the mail. I don't even know what's in the mail. Uh, but I'm just assuming. So why are you... Okay, you're just correcting me for <laughs> no reason. Okay, fine. I get it. All right, fine. Robert from New Orleans. Or potentially Robert. Do occasion accent. Robert from New Orleans. <laughs> That's uh, actually pretty name, good. Name a wrestling company that's closed down its doors. Name a wrestling company that closed out its doors that you wish was still in business. Okay. Name a wrestling... Huh. A wrestling company that closed down its doors that you wish was still in business. Name... Wrestling companies that closed down their doors. Uh, ECW, WCW, Smoky Mountain Wrestling, Lucha Underground would be my pick. Uh, Wrestling Society X, uh, WCCW, uh, Vern Gagne's AWA. Uh, wow, this seems like a great question for you. I guess. <laughs> 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 this feels like it's designed for you. Yeah, it feels way. like it. Which okay, one? Uh, pick ones uh, out of the ones I said. I don't... I mean, I've seen... Clips from those places, you sure. know, uh, Smoky Mountain and whatnot. I don't have like attachments to them. Um, yeah, this isn't for me. I, Lucha, Lucha Underground, Underground would be fun because they were doing different things. They were doing different. They were turning things. it like we were just talking about TV seasons. They were turning it in, uh, wrestling into a TV season and making it really uh, like pushing the genre. Like wrestling can be different genres. Mm-hmm. It would. It doesn't have to always be realism or. You know, Chikara do, used to it's do that. It's supernatural, which is uh, fun. DDT does that. Yeah, yeah. And we didn't have, like, a, a good American one for a little while besides Chikara, like I just said. Um, so that's very exciting. Yeah. I would want I would want a company that promotes silliness. You ever watch Wrestling stuff. Society X? No. You ever hear of it? I did. It's uh, But you have to remind me of that. It was it's, on that's MTV. another TV show sort of style, It was on right? MTV in the early 2000s, and it was uh, very similar, uh, like, similar to Lucha Underground, where they just had wild things. They had, like, electronic piranha match, where there's, like, this dunk tank where a wrestler would fall inside, and there's electric piranhas inside that they would zap them and eat them. Uh, oh, my God. It was, and X-Pac was in it. X-Pac was in it. Teddy Hart was in it. Seth uh, Rollins was in it. Seth Rollins was in it? Apparently, I'm seeing oh, yeah. an image a of Tyler, him. A Tyler Wreck or Black? Tyler Breeze. No, oh, no, Tyler. no, not Tyler Breeze. What am I saying? Tyler Black. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, I, I've always wanted to, I, I've always wanted to rewatch that. I watched it when it was live, and it was a pretty fun time. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm, I guess what I was saying about, not, uh, those are fun. Uh, but uh, with Lucha Underground, like they were doing like a sci-fi element, which yeah. I haven't seen like pulled off in wrestling the way they did with like sure. cinematics and and you know like you can really you can make a western yeah. pro wrestling they put story. some mythology do, in there they put a lore yeah. they gave you a backstory like this isn't just about what's going on now this is legends old families that are coming together you know like there's a lot to it that they built around and they created cool. a specific new characters 
for this world, you know? Yeah, if only they could figure out their um, their contract status that, like, ruined a few wrestlers, like, careers for, like, a year or two. Um, yeah. That was that was very frustrating to think to hear about. But uh, Apparently, all the episodes are on Tubi. Yeah. I need all the episodes are on Tubi, yeah. I'm gonna go find out. That first season's, like, fucking perfect. It's so good. So I, fun. I, second season, for me, is when it got cooking. Really? Oh, okay. For me, it was, like, that first season. The first great. season blew my mind. Yeah, uh, and then the first my, half of the yeah. second season, I think, is Pentagon's angle uh, storyline, or is no, that pe- first season? Uh, uh, the first season is all Penta's storyline. Oh, okay, the, okay. The end yeah, of yeah. it is his match against uh, Vampiro, and okay. then the then second season yeah. is his moving on from that. Okay, yeah. Then, then for me, that's my favorite stuff: is Pentagon's angle, Phoenix. I uh, like when and, uh, the uh, monster came. Yeah. Monster, monster, what's monster, what's it? Monstroso? Or, or no, no, no. Oh no! What's his name? I mean, it was Jeff Cobb. It was Jeff Cobb, but he came in the second season, I believe. Oh, okay, because his moment when he comes in uh, yeah. in the battle royale, like their Royal Rumble thing, yeah, whatever it was, I forgot what they called it. Was it. Great. Oh, so it was so t- he's a tiny dude, but I'm like, oh, this guy can destroy people. He's, I'd never seen him before. He's so dense. He's yeah. so dense. He's so much packed into this frame. Very impressive. Very I had impressive. such high hopes for Jeff Cobb. I still do. He's still great, but like, there's nothing compared to the way they they uh, they sold him in mm-hmm. Lucha Underground. Like, I really thought he was going to be this next crazy monster, and then uh, I guess he just didn't have that. He he he's he's kind of like a normal tiny buff dude, you know, yeah. <laughs> just like kind of lacks some sort of charisma, but he's still awesome. Very good, very good, excellent question, excellent question. Uh, you ready? About... Yeah, I'm ready, ready for the next one. Rhonda from Huntsville, Alabama. Oh. Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah, there you go. Good day, y'all. What's your favorite breakfast cereal? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> What's your favorite breakfast cereal? Rhonda asks. Both now and when you were young. Oh, that's a oh. sweet question. That's a very sweet question, Rhonda. Uh, what's your favorite breakfast cereal, Molly? Well, I don't eat breakfast cereal now because I'm old and my teeth are brittle and bad. Sure. That's, so I, I need to go to a dentist, but our country doesn't allow... Uh, health Dentist insurance for live. everybody yeah yeah they don't yeah see so and i'm a, yeah there's a lot of issues with this country uh but before uh reese's puffs Ooh, you were a reese's puffs kid huh i was reese's puffs oh, i love reese's puffs i liked i liked getting them like like when they got soggy from being in the milk i that, mm-hmm. that feeling oh mm-hmm. so good don't like the crunchiness the soggy. neither do i i like the cinnamon toast crunch and i'd let oh. it sit in the fridge for i put i pour it into a cup and I'd have it in a cup so that I could walk around and eat it. And then I'd let it sit in the fridge. And then I'd drain the cereal on the side, eat the soggy cereal, and then have a delicious cup of Cinnamon Toast Crunch milk. Ooh. So you – where would you walk around? Like you would go oh, to around my house. I don't like sitting. I don't like sitting. As a, even as a child. You oh, just as didn't a, like sitting. As a, as, a, as a child, I was walking around with a cup, a giant cup filled with Cinnamon Toast Crunch, just walking around. <laughs> where were you going? Kitchen, family room, back and forth. Like by yourself. There's you're not talking to anyone. Pacing. <laughs> I was probably you're talking like, like six, six. Oh no, yeah, I was a hundred percent. Like my the parents were like, you never stop moving. You just even constantly. at that age, you were developing a, a lifelike passion for anxiety. That's, yeah, yeah. I couldn't stop moving. There. No one could stop me. They'd be like, sit down, and I couldn't. I couldn't sit. I'm having the time of my life. No, trust me, this is great. That's why I got these thick thighs. They're just like all muscle. I'm all thighs. I've realized that recently. All my muscle is in my thighs. That's uh, that's good, Red, I guess. I could squat. uh, That's healthy. Yeah, sure. You could pick up people. I could pick up things. I could pick up things. You could pick up things. Yeah. Yeah. Things Um, Excellent question. Do you know about uh, cereal milk real quick? Do you know like the uh, cereal bar? 
restaurant milk bar milk bar the what they do the they use cereal milk to make their cakes and ice creams oh, and stuff i have heard of that it's very I, very good i, I can... like that idea it's just that i don't know i i don't i don't I, like i like for nostalgia purposes what i do but i'm not gonna go purchase expensive things because it, like i could i just want my cereal milk i don't need it in a cake i don't need it in a, a thing you know I got you, but I really think you should try putting it into a cake. It's really good. It's a really good business model. Um, But I do understand what you mean. Um, But this isn't the milk bar. This is Moet's Mailbag. It can be. If you send emails letting us know you like this content, we'll make a milk bar episode. Um, That's true. I would talk about it for at least uh, 30 minutes. Yeah. So Sugar Dave is the next one. Sugar Dave from Spokane, Washington. Oh. Imagine for your next film. Oh, a film film question. This oh, is going to be the last one today. It's going to be a film question, not a wrestling question. Imagine for your next film, you get to work with any current wrestler. I should have read the entire question <laughs> before talking. Imagine for your next film, you get to work for any current wrestler. You get to work with any current wrestler. Sorry, who would it be? Who? Okay, uh, who's a wrestler that you find interesting? Red, charismatic that translates to. Um, Movies. I guess if I'm going protagonist, <clears throat> Jungle Boy. Why? He's got this gumption, this like, oh shucks, like I'm going to climb to the top. Okay. I think that and Jungle Boy's in there. You're a big Jungle Boy fan. You've been mentioning him like a Jungle lot Boy. lately. I do like Jungle Boy. Um, he's one. I don't know. Who do you have on the top of your head? Well, for me, if we're going to get into a Jungle Boy, uh, has uh presence that's good for um you know in-ring stuff but there's a reason why he's not you don't hear him talk very often i'm sure and i don't know the reason because he doesn't talk very often but i have a guess that he's not a good actor in that realm yet so you need someone that can also that has that charisma that makes you want to watch him but can also act and knows like the nuance of emotion that also doesn't do promos of like screaming all the time because you're you don't want to see that in a movie you're literally describing mjf you're literally describing mjf yeah no well mjf would be great mm-hmm. yeah i hate mjfs as a, as a human <laughs> but uh uh but he would be great there uh, i was thinking hangman page if we're doing aew sure i think he would uh he'd he, make a good I've action seen, hero he'd be great there uh he um his uh the promos that he does on on being the elite Whenever he does them, not like away from the Dark Order when he's like alone, um, shows what he's capable of. He's He understands that nuance in his character. And I think he could portray anybody, really, in that you, sense. You know who has uh, a presence of like, uh, like a, to be a big imposing threat? Hobbs. I would love to see Powerhouse Hobbs oh. has this look, like his eyes and his smile. Like there's something about his like devilish smile and like there's something about it which he would be very good in some sort of fight movie. See, I I don't know if I agree with that either because I I think he I think he's good as a pro wrestler in that sense, but I think translating to a movie is a little bit different. Where like I think sure. uh unless it's like a cheesy movie where you're allowed to kind of be over the top as a performer, then he's he would be great. But like again, he doesn't speak very often. And so like I would get worried like he would all ju- he would just be muscle. Like if he's just behind MJF the entire time. Sure. And he's just muscle, and you just hear him go and punch people and stuff. That'd be pretty cool. But like, I don't, I don't know if I trust him yet. Name but one as a wrestler. Person... Oh, sorry. As a wrestler, he looks insane, like a little Tasmanian devil sort of thing with his hair and like the 
the the the Taz outfit. I love the Taz outfit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The singlet. Uh, yeah. Who do you not want in a movie? One wrestler, just off the top of your head, that you would not cast. Uh, as a performer? As a performer. Like... You just like, I don't want them in my movie. Oh. Um... As a performer. As a performer, you'd be like, no. Oh, okay. Because then it's like personalities. I don't know. Uh, probably, probably like Sting or The Undertaker or like these big name personalities would be a pain in the ass to work with, I bet. Like, I don't know if they would want to do anything and it would be all about them. Mm. Being, oh, being themselves yeah and it, it would be hard to kind of be like hey be a you know now you're an accountant in this movie sure. <laughs> like you can't That'd you can't do that to the to undertaker. undertaker and an accountant would be very funny i'd pick luther <laughs> i wouldn't luther is yeah luther. i don't just i just don't want to hang out with luther i'm sure luther, he's a nice guy he's sure he's it's a nice like, guy it just like he's doing the licking thing and that just it doesn't i don't want really it just it's just i don't, I don't want, want anywhere that. near that don't want it <laughs> the licking thing <laughs> Wow, what a yeah. time we've had. We went through so so much good mail. Thank you all so much for the mail. Thank you so much for your listening ears. Uh, and we're going to be back with Woos and What's this week. We're very excited about it. Thank you all so much for watching. Check out all our things, all the things on there, Loser Lee's Wrestling and Loser Lee's Pod at gmail.com for any emails you have. But uh, my name is Red Jefferson. I'm here with... My name is Moa Jaswal. And Moa Jaswal, if you were a children's book, what children's book would you be? I would be the boy who uh, didn't, uh, 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 who got lost in the teeth of the uh, Brontosaurus. <laughs> the sucks. boy that got lost in the teeth of the Brontosaurus. Wow, what a book title. I can't wait to read God it. Bye, it. everyone. Thank you. All right. The boy who got lost in the teeth of the Brontosaurus. I remembered all of it. As you were saying it, I was purposely trying to... Re-